Radio Theater. In the air. Dedicated to man's imagination, the theater of the mind. You know what our call letters WGN stand for, don't you? Welcome to WGN Radio Theater. Special three-hour presentation. And your hosts, Carl Amari and Lisa Wolf. Well, a late start here. I'm Carl Amari. This is the WGN Radio Theater, program number 435. And look who it is to my right, the vivacious one herself, Lisa Wolf. And Mike Costello's here, too. Hey, Hey. guys. How's it going? Hanging out late here. Uh, because of Blackhawks, but thanks for sticking with us, everybody. Well, we'll have one great hour here on WGN, and we're going to make sure to play a great radio show for you this hour. Yeah, which one? We've got Jack Benny from March 10th, 1946. Jack Benny's always a treat. Right, and special guest Ray Milan. That's all coming your way after these words. All right, Lisa, before we tune into Jack Benny, I want to remind all of our listeners about the Classic Radio Club. This is a club you can join and get 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. Right, Lisa? Right. Uh, This is a great club, and you can get these shows either digitally downloaded or you can get them via CD, which I know uh, Mike likes the CDs. I like the digital download. In either case, these shows come in pristine quality, and it's a great variety of shows, oftentimes with some shows that you've never experienced, other ones which might be some of your favorites. So 10 shows every single month delivered right to you, chosen with love and care by Carla Mari. You can check it all out. Go to our website, ClassicRadioClub.com. Yep, and I also write very copious liner notes for every show you receive. So why not try it? Join the Classic Radio Club. You'll get 10 shows sent to you each month. And you can cancel at any time. All of the shows are always full-length shows, all digitally remastered by the great Mike Costella. They'll sound amazing. Try it out. If you like classic radio, you will love being part of the Classic Radio Club. So just go to ClassicRadioClub.com. All right, it is time for the Jack Benny program. This is a very funny show from March 10th, 1946. Jack's special guest is Ray Milan, and the cast does its version of Lost Weekend with Ray, in which uh, Phil Harris calls him an amateur actor. Very, very funny stuff. Part one now of the Jack Benny program. The Jack Benny program. program starring Ray Milland with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Larry Stevens, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you our master of ceremonies, a man who... Wait a minute, Don, wait a minute. What's the idea of saying starring Ray Milland? Jack, I didn't see anybody get up and walk out. I mean, that has nothing to do with it. Oh, Jack, stop pouting. Your lower lip looks like a shoehorn. I'm not pouting. Well, you told us yourself that Ray Milland was going to be our guest. That still doesn't entitle him to top billing. He's just a star in pictures. I'm a star of stage, screen, and radio. (laughs) And we'll milk cows if you back him into Beverly Hills. Now you're just being smart. 
<laughs> I merely said that Don didn't have to give Ray Milan star billing when he's only going to be our guest. Jack, I only did that as a matter of courtesy. Don, if you want to be courteous, do it on the Jenny Sims show, not mine. <laughs> And another thing. Jackson, I know what you're beefing about. I've been with you for eight years, and I've never had no star billing. Well, you've been with me for ten years. I don't count the two years I was auditioning. <laughs> Look, I'd just be happy you got the job. Now, let's get on with... Gosh, Ray Milan should have been here a half hour ago. I can't understand what's holding him up. I saw his picture, Jackson. I couldn't understand what held him up either. <laughs> yeah. I saw the picture. I went to the box office, bought a ticket, and they gave me my change in pretzels. Stop with the gags already. I'm going to call Ray. Oh, home Jack, for... Jack, Jack, you don't have to. Ray Milan just came in. He did? Good, good. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce our guest. One of the finest actors in Hollywood. The star of The Lost Weekend and winner of this year's Academy Award, Ray Milan. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Say, uh, Ray, Ray, how come you're so late? Well, I'm sorry, Jack, but I stopped off at the newspaper office to put an ad in for a butler. Oh, I, I thought you had a butler. Oh, I have three, as a matter of fact, but they want a fourth for bridge. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, wouldn't it be cheaper to teach them gin rummy and let one of them go? <laughs> if it was Jack, he'd teach them solitaire and let two of them go. Well, Ray, it certainly is a wonderful achievement, getting the Oscar. Tell me, how did it make you feel winning the Academy Award? Oh, I don't know, Jack. I don't feel any different. I'm still the same sweet, modest, lovable fellow I always was. <laughs> Gee, if I ever wanted, I'd be a louse. Gosh, Ray, what I wouldn't give just to see the Oscar. Well, Jack, by coincidence, I just happened to have it with me. Hmm. <laughs> Weighs 25 pounds. He just happens to have it with me. Uh, let, me uh, let me see it, Ray. Yeah, yeah? Gee, isn't it cute? A bronze Oscar with a little ice bag on its head. <laughs> you know, Ray, this may surprise you, but I've never won an Academy Award. Why, Jack Benny... You haven't? <laughs> Why, Ray Milland, what a performance. Very quiet. Well, Jack, Jack, why don't you introduce me? Oh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. Ray, I want you to meet the members of my cast. This is Mary Livingston. Hello, Mary. I'm glad to know you. I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Milland. Would you consider going out with a girl who doesn't drink? <laughs> Mary, please. Why, certainly, Mary. In fact, I like to go out with girls who don't drink. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Jack likes to go out with girls who don't eat. <laughs> and they're hard to find, sister. <laughs> and Ray, uh, Ray, this is, uh, this is Phil Harris. Hello, Phil. Amateur. <laughs> Phil, you wouldn't appreciate this, but Lost Weekend was something new, something daring. I doubt if any other actor would have the stomach, the courage, 
mean, I doubt if any other actor would have the courage to attempt a role like that. Well, that shows you how much you know, Jackson. Right now, Gary Cooper's doing the same thing in Saratoga Drunk. <laughs> That's Trunk, Saratoga Trunk. Well, I'm glad you told me. I ain't gonna waste my cabbage going to see a lot of baggage. <laughs> yeah, baggage. Now, Ray, the reason I... Phil... Why are you staring at Ray like that? Well, I'm just admiring the guy, Jackson. He does it and gets an Academy Award. I do it and get a hangover. <laughs> well, it's still the weekend. Go get lost. Now, Ray. Ray, the reason I asked you to come over here is because tonight for our feature attraction, we're going to do our version of your picture, The Lost Weekend. Now, naturally, since I'm the, uh, <coughs> the star of this program, the leading role will be played by me. Now, wait a minute, Jack. Don't you think... As long as I originated the part in the picture, I should also play it here. I do not. <laughs> I mean, just, just because you won an Academy Award has nothing to do with it. After all, when I was your age, I could have won an Oscar, too. Except there were no Academy Awards in those days. There were no movies, either. <laughs> no. And darn few people. They may have had awfully long arms, but they were still people. <laughs> anyway, Ray, I think I should play the lead. But, Jack, that doesn't make sense. You brought me up here because of the lost weekend, and you give me nothing to do. Well, maybe... Say, I've got a wonderful idea. Let's both play the part. We'll be twin brothers. Twin brothers? Yeah, we'll give them a double feature. We'll be the Burnham brothers. How about it? Okay with me. That's fine. Now, Phil, you'll be our older brother who tries to convince us... That drinking is very evil. <laughs> Who's going to convince me? <laughs> Phil, it's just a part. After all, you know, I don't drink and neither does Ray. Now, Mary, you're going to play Jane Wyman's part, the girl that Ray and I are in love with, but you can't make up your mind which one of us you want. The UNO should have problems that easy. <laughs> Mary, don't be so sure. You know, you might have to take Ray. Now, this play will go on immediately after the... I'll take it. Hello? Telephone call for Mr. Ray Milland. Oh, oh, just a minute. It's for you, Ray. For me? Well, hello? Hello, Mr. Milland. This is Rochester. <laughs> I saw by an ad in the paper that you wanted a butler, and I called up to find out about it. But, uh, aren't you already working? I sure am! <clears throat> well, why are you dissatisfied with your present position? Well, I've concluded that any relationship between the hours I work and the money I get is purely coincidental. <laughs> you consider yourself underpaid, huh? How much are you making now? Well, frankly, I'm ashamed to tell you. But if I have a suit cleaned and go to a movie in the same week, one of them has to be on the installment plan. <laughs> Well, you spoke of long hours. What kind of hours have you been working? From eight in the morning till dark. Well, those aren't such long hours for a butler working until dark. Under normal conditions, no. But Mr. Benny has a sun lamp outside the kitchen window to fool me. And... <laughs> and that sun lamp fools you? Not only me, his chickens have been laying six eggs a day. <laughs> I see. Well, if you go to work for me, you'll find that your duties won't be hard, but they'll be exacting. Exacting? Yes. For instance, I like my breakfast served in bed. But unlike other people, I can't wait. I want it there when I awaken. Yes, sir. 
Uh, do you think you could have my breakfast ready the minute I wake up? Yes, sir. I'll pull the cork out the night before. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I think you have a mistaken idea about my drinking, Rochester, because I never... Rochester? Ray, let me at that phone. Hello, Rochester. Is that you? Uh-oh. Rochester, why did you call up Ray Milan looking for a job? It was an accident, boss. I called up the Homeway Laundry and got this number by mistake. The laundry? Then why'd you ask for Ray Milan? I didn't. I asked for May Dilban. <laughs> May Dilban? She's a starch girl on the fourth toe. <laughs> Rochester, that's a mighty weak story. What do you expect on a moment's notice? A bestseller? <laughs> Funny, and I'll talk to you when I get home. Goodbye. Goodbye. Imagine doing a thing like that behind my back. <laughs> That's the first portion of the Jack Benny program from March 10th, 1946. We'll get back to it in just a few minutes. But first, these words. Oh, Lisa, guess what? In August of next year, we are going to Bermuda. It's actually not that far away. No. Right? Yeah. How many months is that? Well, I don't know. I can't count that high. I know. <laughs> Like nine months. Well, this is November, so we're going in. Uh, we're going in August, so that's uh, that's nine months. Yeah, you know, you can have a baby in that time. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> <laughs> you done having babies? I think. Did so. Did you tell Dan? Listen, no more babies. No, he said no more babies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll They're never expensive. Say it. Those babies. Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, you work. He works. Uh, you know, you have grants coming in from all over. <laughs> <laughs> to pay for those babies. I feel like my kids are still babies. I'll just keep taking care of them. You have a baby. His name is Simba. That's right. He's um he's a very hairy baby, but yeah. I love him nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> so no more babies in this nine months. I don't think so. All Instead, right. we'll go to Bermuda. We're yeah. going to travel to Bermuda on Oceana Cruise Line, August 1st of 2020. And we will visit St. George and Hamilton, two islands in Bermuda. And I can't wait because not only do we get to explore Bermuda and some of the rich history there, but we will enjoy the classic radio cruise and we'll have some great prizes and contests and really a great chance to spend time together with our listeners. Yep. I don't know what could be better than that on a luxury cruise line with, as you always mentioned, the best in food and entertainment and, of course, the casino. And I promise, folks, I will not bring a Speedo with me. I made him promise that in case anybody was wondering that down on paper with <laughs> written not, signatures no and blood. No Speedo uh, by me. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to get to know our listeners better and the listeners are going to get to know us better and that we're going to have a reenactment so brush up on your acting skills <laughs> because you may be part of the reenactment of a couple of classic radio shows too. We are working with a great travel agency called Keen Luxury Travel. You can give them a call at 800-856-1155 or just go to our website wgnradiotheater.com look for the banner you can click on it and get all the information there we hope that you will join us August 1st of 2020. All right. Are you ready for the conclusion now to the Jack Benny program? Let's do it. Let's go back to March 10th, 1946. Here's the Jack Benny program. Closer to me So I Can see Heaven in your eyes 
come closer to me so I can be close to paradise. Thrill me with your kisses. Let me learn what bliss is. Kiss me once and then we'll kiss and kiss again and life will be divine. Come closer, my dear, so I can hear music in my heart. I've waited so long to hear the song that your love will start. Darling, I'll adore you, live my whole life for you. All I ask is this, please give me one more kiss and whisper you'll be mine. All I ask is this, please give me one more kiss and whisper you'll be Come Closer to Me, sung by Larry Stevens. Very good, Larry. I bought that record you made of that song, and it's swell. Thank you, Mr. Benny. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction tonight, our version of the Academy Award-winning picture, The Lost Weekend. As our story opens, Ray and Jack Burnham, twin brothers, have been persuaded by their elder brother, Philip, to go to the country for the weekend. At the moment, the twin brothers are in the room packing. Curtain. Music. Gosh, Jack, I don't know why we have to go away on this weekend. Neither do I, but Brother Philip insists upon it. Are we all packed? Oh, just about. Shirts, ties, sweaters, socks, quartz, fifths, and pints. <laughs> and put the bottles on the other side of the suitcase. My underwear is snapping at them. <laughs> now, let's see. Hello, boys. Hello, Hello Brother, Brother Philip. Uh-uh, those bottles again. Now, look, boys, you've got to stop this drinking because we're all going out the country for a weekend and the fresh air will do us a lot of good. Well, I'm not going. Now, sure you are. Think of it, fellas. Chickens, horses, rabbits, and the scent of new mown hay. <laughs> Now, you've just got to go because it'll be a wonderful weekend. But why do we have to go? Because we want it on truth or consequences. <laughs> oh. Now, look, boys, I hate to keep lecturing, but don't you know how bad liquor is for you? Don't you realize that alcohol is your worst enemy? Liquor isn't good for you. Now, you should stay away from it. Ladies and gentlemen, the opinions expressed by Mr. Harris are written in the script and are not necessarily his own. <laughs> All right, we'll go to the country with you. Well, you better get ready. We're leaving on the 715 train. Goodbye, boys. Goodbye, Goodbye brother, brother Philip. Philip. <laughs> Gee, I hate to go away for a weekend. Me too. I was figuring on losing this one. <laughs> yeah. 
Professor Phillips coming back. Hide those bottles. Okay. There. Come in. Oh, it's you, Jane. Hello, boys. I just saw Philip, and he told me you're all going away for the weekend. Yes, we are. <laughs> you boys are so wonderful. You know, sometimes I regret that you two are twins. I just can't make up my mind. Make up your mind? What do you mean? Well, there are two of you and only one of me. <laughs> That's funny. We always see two of you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, don't forget, boys. Your train leaves at 7.15. Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye brother, brother Philip. We mean goodbye, Janie. <laughs> Gee, what twins we are. We both make the same mistake. Quick, she's gone. Let's open the bottle. Okay. Oh, gee, look. We've only got two bottles left. Well, let's drink one and hide the other. Okay, I'll put it up there in the chandelier. Good. Oh, darn it. I can't reach it. Well, give it to me. I'm higher than you are. <laughs> You are not. I can do it. All right, but don't screw the bottle into the socket like you did the last time. <laughs> I turn on the switch, it blew out a powerhouse at Boulder Dam. Don't worry, don't worry. There, the bottle's in the chandelier. Now, let's open the other one. And... Oh, boys. Yes, yes brother, brother Philip. Jane and I are going to the... Wait a minute. Give me that bottle. I'm going to pour it down the sink. Oh, no, no, brother Philip. Don't pour it down the sink. That's right, brother Philip. Let Ray drink it. That stuff will eat out the plumbing. <laughs> Well, I don't care, boys. I'm not going to give it back to you. And remember, you're not to leave this room until it's time to go to the train. We, we won't, won't, brother, brother Philip. Come on, Jack. He's gone. Let's go down to Nat's bar room and he'll give us a drink. Okay. Come on, lads. Set him up. Set him up. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nothing doing, not another drop until you paid the bill you ran up this afternoon. How much do we owe you? $18,000. Oh. All right, all right, you can keep your old liquor. We're going to the country. Yeah. Come on, Ray, let's go. All right, hold me up. No, you hold me up. I held you up yesterday. <laughs> Mmm, smell that fresh air. Yeah, isn't it awful? <laughs> That's what's wrong with this country. It's full of it. <laughs> Come on, let's go down to the corner of Joe's bar. That won't do us any good. I haven't got any money. Neither have I. Not a nickel. Let's try the other side of the street. Uh, <laughs> this singing won't get us any drinks. I'll go home and get my violin. That's my line. <laughs> I'm tired. Let's lie down here in the gutter. Okay. Wait a minute, Ray. Don't you want to put your head up on the curb? No, I always sleep without a pillow. <laughs> my feet are cold. Pull up that manhole cover. <laughs> now I'm comfy. Keep me in here. I'm Napoleon. <laughs> they can't keep me in here. I'm Napoleon. Well, get on my back. I'm your horse. 
Ray. Ray, where are we? I don't know. Best ask that man in a white coat. Oh, yes. Say, mister. Yeah. <laughs> where are we? You're in the alcoholic ward. Alcoholic ward? I want to get out of here. Let me out. Yes, let's out of here. Oh, you don't want to leave until you've seen the floor show. Floor show? Yes. In the middle of the night, you start seeing things. You won't see pink elephants. You're going to see red, white, and blue turkey. Oh, goody, they changed the bill. <laughs> and then you're going to see tiny rabbits in straw hats. Midget monkeys that come through the keyhole. You know, the kind of talent that's handled by Madman Munts. <laughs> You'll see thousands of little snakes that knit themselves into a sweater. And that isn't all. Stop it! Stop it! Oh, I can stop it, but you can. You're going to see beetles. Twenty-three of them running in the Santa Anita Handicap. <laughs> and eleven of them are in the field. There'll be grasshoppers five feet tall. And there'll be woodpeckers pecking on your head. Peck, 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 peck. Yes, sir, you bet. And how? Stop it, stop it, stop it. Let us out of here. Not before the floor show. And it'll start as soon as it gets dark. It's like the doctor was saying to me. Delirium is a disease of the night. Well, good night. Hey, hey he's gone. Now's our chance to get out. There's an open window. Okay, let's go. Well, here we are, back in our room. That's funny. We didn't even open the door. No, we crawled in under it. <laughs> oh. Oh, I... You know, Jack, we'll either have to give up drinking or get our knees half-soled. Come on. Let's look for that bottle we hid. Let's see now. Where do we put it? Maybe it's in this dresser. Yes, the dresser. The dresser. Maybe it's behind the bookcase. No, it isn't here either. We gotta find that bottle. Maybe it's behind the sofa. Help me move it out. Yeah, the sofa. The sofa. We gotta find that bottle. Wait a minute. The China closet. Yeah, yeah, the China closet. Hmm, <laughs> paper plates. Yeah. The bottle isn't there. I'm getting weak. I gotta have a drink. Sit down and rest a while, Ray. Get your mind off it. I'll turn on the radio. There. I'll sit down. But I gotta have a drink. I tell you, I gotta have a drink. Pass the cola. Hit the spot. Shut that off! Oh, find that bottle. Find that bottle. I got to have a drink. Wait a minute. It's getting dark out. Turn on the lights. All right. <laughs> well, there goes another powerhouse at Boulder. Here it is, Ray. We found the bottle. We found it. Yeah, we found it. We found it. Hey, Ray, I was just thinking. Wouldn't it be awful if Mother were here? Yeah. There isn't enough for three of us. (laughs) 
sorry we blew out the lights. Now we're in the dark. Can you imagine that guy in the hospital saying we were going to see little animals? Yeah. Let me have a drink. What'd you say? I didn't say anything. Oh. Give me another drink. Huh? I didn't say anything. You mean to stand there flapping your wings and tell me you didn't say anything? I haven't got wings. Then what are you doing on the chandelier? I'm not on the chandelier. Well, there's something up on the... Look, it's a bat. It's a bat. I see it. It's picking the straw hair off the little monkey. <laughs> oh, the monkey! He's coming at me! He's coming at me! Keep him away from me! Keep him away from me! Look at this little animal! And here come more of them! They're coming through the keyhole! They're swarming around! They're getting closer! They're surrounding us! Ray, Ray, look out! I can't help it! I... They're gone. Tell me, Ray. What did you do? I threw my Oscar at him. <laughs> I knew those things would come in handy. Ladies and gentlemen, two years ago, Dennis Day left our program and went into the Navy. At about the same time, another boy was honorably discharged from the Army Air Forces, and we were very fortunate in getting him to pinch hit while Dennis was away. Of course, I'm referring to Larry Stevens. Now that the war is over, Dennis Day will be back with us next week. Larry, I want to thank you for the wonderful job you've done on our show. You were a great asset, and I'm sure that our listeners feel the same way I do. Well, thank you, Mr. Benny. It sure has been grand being with you and your whole gang. Well, it was grand having you. We'll be hearing you on the air and seeing you soon in the new 20th Century Fox picture, Centennial Summer. Good luck, kid. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Dana Land appeared through the courtesy of Paramount Pictures and may be soon seen in the picture kitty. Thanks, Ray Milan, very, very much for appearing on our program and congratulations. That's the Jack Benny program from March 10th, 1946. This particular show had special guest Ray Milan, and it was the last show for singer Larry Stevens. He was the tenor on these shows because Dennis Day, the very next week, returns from his service uh, in the Navy. So, I wonder if he knew that. that oh, was yeah. His, oh, he yeah, knew. They, okay. they knew that. Yeah, that, that was uh, kind of the going in when they hired Larry Stevens. They said, when Dennis day is done you're out you are out but uh that's just what they they did mel blank in the cast there very funny broadcast from march 10th 1946 let's take a quick break then it's more here on the wgn radio theater so brian noonan's coming in here for four hours right well he's filling in for dave Plyer this morning and normally it's a three-hour show but it is daylight saving time so at two o'clock we're going to turn our clocks back to one o'clock and brian noonan they will... call that dst for short yeah you can call it whatever you want right. and we are he will be on for four hours from one to five so you will have your fill of brian noonan and we will get he to should watch... be on the radio at noon 
because oh. he's Brian Noonan. Yeah, you should talk to him about that. You know what? I think yeah, I will. It's check like, in with management about you know, that. They I might listen to you. From now on, Brian, you can go on at noon. Because okay, well, you're Brian Noonan. There may be other people who have something to say about that, yeah, but we'll, we'll see. And we got to watch the clock go back. I could be usurped of my power by doing that. That was a big word. So. Usurped? <laughs> <laughs> I have no power here at this station. I'm aware of zero. that. Zero. I know Maybe that. Maybe less than zero. That's possible, I can't even too. get a uh, desktop weather station. I can't even get. <laughs> That's true. I can't even get uh, a never measure. That's true. Yeah. Right. Well. Okay. You know, What's what on Brian's do? show? Well, we're going to stay tuned and find out because he's got some great things in store for hours. How worth. great? Oh, the greatest, of uh, course. Well, he's really good. He I is, like Brian. I love listening to Brian Noonan on the radio. Right. So you. But got... I'd like to hear him more at noon than noon than. All right, well, hopefully he'll get that. They'll get that implemented right away for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you know what we have coming up tonight, Lisa, when we come back here at 11 p.m.? We have two more great classic radio shows. We have an episode of Dr. Christian and a great episode of Suspense. All right, that is coming your way.